At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is our number three of the Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We've got a great hour for you guys. In the final segment, if you missed my DK and Age pick for the Diamond, we're going to be recapping that, and then we're also going to be talking a lot of college football in this hour. Tom Cunningham, he does great work over at Vegas Insider. He's going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at the slate of games. We're going to be taking a look at some very unique scheduling spots as well as I believe that we're getting a Wednesday college football game as well with SMU versus Central Florida after the very unfortunate hurricane wound up hitting the eastern part of the country last week. So hopefully all of you guys are well that had to experience that. But the good news is now we're able to turn it forward. We're able to take a look at a little bit of college football there. So we shall see if he's got any sort of a play for Wednesday. As I personally just do not have anything on the Central Florida versus SMU game. I will encourage you to not force anything up there. And hey, if you don't have a lot in terms of some of these off-the-board baseball games, don't feel like you have to wake up and you have to fire in right away on them. But... I do think that there are some games that they do have some value out there, and I do think that this is one of the more intriguing ones as we go 960-9970 on the betting board. It's the New York Yankees. They're going to be on the road. They're going to be facing off against the Texas Rangers. Glenn Otto is going to be going for the Rangers, and you've got Domingo Armand, who's going to be on the bump for the Yankees, and we've seen the money actually come in on the Texas Rangers a little bit. The Yankees open up more around a minus-150 favorite, and you're finding them between minus 140, seeing them as minus as low as minus 131, between plus 120 and plus 128, the number on the Texas Rangers with a total of 7.5, which I do find to be a little bit intriguing because Aaron Judge, he sets the record. He gets home run number 62, but you got to feel like he might not want to be satisfied with 62. You got to feel like the Yankees probably going to let him go for perhaps home run number 63 or beyond if he's able to do so. And with Aaron Judge, it is one of those cases where he has been just absolutely incredible for this, but... With that said, he does have a little bit of protection that he didn't have towards the beginning part of, shall we say, August, even into early September as John Carlos Saint and Anthony Rizzo have come back. Now, these two guys along with Aaron Hicks, Josh Johnson, they need to pick it up in terms of batting average. They've been hitting a 230 or lower, but pretty much all these guys actually do a solid job of being able to reach base. And then when it comes to Anthony Rizzo, he's got more like a 340 on base. So he's really been chief among these guys. We've got DJ LeMay, who is back at the fold as well. He's been hitting about 8.260 this season. Jose Trevino has been hitting more in the neighborhood, about 8.250, but he's been able to do a solid job of moving the line as Waldo Cabrera has been able to do a solid job as well. And 
for the Yankees. I do think that they've got clearly the better bullpen. I don't think that they're going to be resting too many guys in terms of the bullpen because game two of that doubleheader, they were able to go to Clark Schmidt. He was able to get the job done there. And for the Yankees, this win would get them to number 100. I do think that there is a little bit of value in terms of win number 100. I don't think that this is something where they're going to move heaven and earth. They're going to like utilize insert starter here in the ninth inning to preserve a one-run lead in order to get home run number 100 or anything like that. But I do think that there is a little bit of credence to it. And I'm going to again say Texas Rangers team that Corey Seager missed much of the doubleheader that we saw on Tuesday. He's really been the main home run hitter for them. But you do still have Marcus Simeon, Nate Lowe, Adelise Garcia between 24 and 26 home runs apiece for these guys. Simeon, Adelise Garcia throwing their Sam Huff, the backup catcher for this team. Hitting between about a 242-250. Nate Lowe, he's been able to 300. So he's been rock solid. But for the Texas Rangers, they did have to clear out quite a bit of their bullpen in the double dip as well. Matt Moore, Brock Burke pair of guys with a sub-250 ERA. They both threw 15-plus pitches and most likely rules them out. They had to use Taylor Hearn in long relief. That's not necessarily the world's biggest issue for this team, but with Glenn Otto, you just fear the walks and him not being able to deliver a lot of length because he has been giving out about four walks per nine innings, and it's been significantly worse when he has been at home rather than on the road. It's been a very strange split for him thus far this season because he's got an ERA that is right around about a 3-5 when he's on the road. It's not like it's tremendous, but you know what? That'll get the job done. Being able to post up right around that on the road, and then at home, goes to a 5.63. and the big thing with him has been those four walks per nine innings. Doesn't necessarily get a lot of strikeouts either. He gets a little bit over six and a half strikeouts per nine innings, so things have not necessarily come together for him, and Domingo Ramon is someone that I feel like is getting slept upon a little bit, especially with him providing a sub-3 ERA on the road. For Domingo Ramon, he came back towards the All-Star break. He came back in relatively shaky form, but he's really been a savior for the team and a guy that I think that they might want to look to when it comes to the postseason as well because Frankie Montas, ever since he got to the New York Yankees, and has been a relative hot mess. Jamison Tyon has not necessarily been too impressive, and when you've got someone like a Domingo Ramon who's able to keep the ball in the yard, advanced numbers aren't necessarily pretty, and they do point to a little bit of regression because for Ramon, he's only getting about six and a half strikeouts per nine innings, but has been able to do a solid job of just being able to miss some barrels. He's only given up about two and a half walks per nine innings, so you know what he's been able to do his job. Now, the independent is a little bit north of four with an ERA of a 331, so that tells you all that you need to know about possible regression that is going to be coming in. I don't think that it's going to be coming on this day, though. I do think that the Yankees still going to try to get win number 100. I think that Aaron Judge is going to try to get home run number 63, and perhaps beyond, if at all possible, as well. So I do think that you've got good value on the Yankees. I set them north of minus 150 favorites. So now being able to get a discounted price, where I said at Circa, this is all the way down to a minus 131. Good value there. I do think that both of these teams going to be giving up some runs. I could see the Yankees just not utilizing as many of their bullpen pieces, saving guys like Scott Efres because they've been dealing with injuries to someone like Awani Peralta. Aroldis Chapman has been a little bit of a hot mess as well. So... I'm going to be taking a look at the over to go along with the New York Yankees. Let's take a look at a pair of teams that it looked like they were going to be able to push in the AL Central, but instead they came up snake guys. 975-976 on the betting board. It is the Chicago White Sox, and they are going to be playing us to the Minnesota Twins. Louis Varland is going to be going for the Twins, and Davis Martin is on the bump for the White Sox. White Sox are between minus 126 and minus 140 favorites. Between plus 115 and plus 120 is the number on Minnesota with the total between 7.5 and 8. If you're seeing an 8, you've got the juice on the under, and on the 7.5, you've got the juice on the over. And I was mentioning in the last hour of the Greg Peterson experience that we've got a lot of funky motivational spots and a lot of just weird handicapping angles to take a look at in the NFL this week. Game 162 provides no shortage of that in baseball as well because I, in a strange way, think that the White Sox are going to be fired up for this game because it's been announced that Tony LaRusso is not going to be returning to the Chicago White Sox. And I really feel like he costed the White Sox a chance to be able to go to the postseason this year. Now, the Guardians playing as well as they did. You've got to give a lot of credit where credit is due. But that man was holding back the Chicago White Sox. And you got to feel like there's a lot of guys that they want to put out there some good tape for, whether it be the current interim manager in Miguel Cairo, or perhaps past that, someone else that gets hired on for the upcoming season that, you know what, this is a team that still has a whole bunch of talent. And the one thing for the Chicago White Sox is that they rank in the top three in the big leagues in terms of batting average. 
ever since the All-Star break. They picked up Elvis Andrus, and he's been able to do a solid job. In a White Sox uniform, he's been able to bat at 275 along with Andrew Vaughn, and then you've got Luis Robert, who has been out of the fold, so that has hurt them quite a bit, but picking up the slack has been someone like an Eloy Jimenez. You're able to throw in there Jose Abreu as well. Both of these guys are north of a 295, and pretty much all the guys I mentioned, in between about 15 to 17 home runs. This has been a White Sox team that they haven't been able to find a lot of power. They do rank in the bottom seven in the big leagues in terms of home runs on a per-game basis, but I mentioned the White Sox lack of power and look no further than the Minnesota Twins because they've been without Byron Buxton and Ore Polanco for the last month plus of the season, and as a result, that has held them back. Now, they do have guys that, much like the Chicago White Sox, they do a solid job being able to move the line. Luis Arias has been hitting above 300 for the team. Carlos Correa is hitting a 290-22 home runs. I know that he was really betting on himself, and you got to feel like he wants to pad those sets as much as humanly possible to be able to maximize a perhaps future contract for him. And then you've got Nick Gordon, Jose Miranda, Gio Rochelle hitting between about a 268 to 282. Bottom of the fold with guys like Jake Cave, Matt Walner. These are guys that have not necessarily been too impressive. And then both of these bullpens, they're mundane. They're not great. They're not terrible. Now, there is one very good bullpen piece for the Minnesota Twins. His name is Yohan Duran. He throws over 100 plus miles per hour, sub two year. He has been amazing for this team. But then when you get to someone like a Caleb Theobar, second half of the season, he's actually about halfway decent. He's been posting up a sub three ERA in that time span. But then you get into Emilio Pagan, and it's not someone that you want to be rolling the dice on at all. It has been a good season for Giovanni Morin as well. He's been able to supply a sub 250 ERA for the team, or a Lopez since he came over via the Baltimore Orioles, though. He's been posting up north of a 450 ERA. And then for the Chicago White Sox, Jimmy Lambert, along with Aaron Bummer, Reynaldo Lopez, they've been able to do a solid job in the bullpen, providing a sub-3 ERA. All these guys, other than Bummer, were really failed starters that have found a home in the bullpen. Liam Hendricks, he's been able to do a nice job. He's been one of the better closers in the big leagues. And then you've got Kendall Graveman, who over the last few weeks, it hasn't necessarily been terrific for him, but he's still been able to do a relatively solid job for this team as well. When it comes to the Chicago White Sox, I do think that they're going to be able to get a good start out of Davis Martin as well. Martin has been utilized a little bit in long relief, but mostly as a starter. And what I think is very interesting about Davis Martin is that he's been significantly worse at home than he has been on the road. 416 home area, 277 road area. Does a good job of keeping the ball in the yard. Former Texas Tech standout has been giving up about 0.8 home runs per nine innings. His walks per nine rate, that is a little bit north of two. So he's been able to do a solid job there. And really, neither of these guys in terms of Farland or Davis Martin, have been able to get a lot of swings and misses. Both of these guys below seven strikeouts for nine innings. Farland has neither been great nor terrible when he has been up at the big league level. I actually do think that he's got a little bit of upside. When you take a look at Louis Varland and what he was able to accomplish at the minor league level, he had solid command there. That has translated to the big leagues with about 2.6 walks for nine innings. At the minor league level, he was getting more swings and misses. He was pitching for the Twin Cities. I believe it was St. Paul for much of the season, and I mean, it's just a case in which it's a little bit of a lesser AAA hitting league, so he's had a little bit of difficulty, and I do think that Davis Martin going to come out, going to be able to give a good, solid showing, and I do think that both offenses going to be able to move the line. I like this total over, and I'm going to be taking a look at the Chicago White Sox, and coming up next, we're going to shift our attention away from baseball, and we're going to take a look at some college football. Get set for what is going to be a tremendous week of games with Tom Cunningham, who does amazing work with Vegas Insider. He joins me next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Compete for cash and a grand prize trip to Las Vegas for the Modelo Fight to the Top Series. Enter in a nine free fantasy football contest and rise to the top of the leaderboard to claim your share of $5,000 in weekly prizes and the grand prize trip to lovely Las Vegas. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Modelo NFL to get in on the action. Modelo, the beer of fans with a fighting spirit, 21 years or older terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions. They do apply to DraftKings.com for details and for usual, please drink responsibly. We're back here on the Great Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Great to be joined by Tom Cunningham. He does a great job over at Vegas Insider, taking a look at a little bit of everything. I know that you joined me last week to talk some baseball. A little bit tougher to gauge game number 162, but easy to dive into some college football and Great to have you aboard. Thank you. Oh, appreciate you for having me, Greg. Thanks a lot. Great to have you aboard, Tom. And I will throw this out here and do not feel bad if you don't have anything for this, but we've got a random Wednesday game for this slate. It is SMU versus Central Florida with Central Florida being between a two and a half to a three point favorite. This was pushed back a little bit due to all the storms that hit the that hit the east part of the country. So hopefully all is well there. But did you have yourself a side or a total in terms of this game because I personally just do not have anything myself. Uh, yeah, I'm actually leaning towards the under a bit. I think that Central Florida, the way that they have been scoring points historically, I think odds makers are kind of overvaluing that right now. Their point totals have been really, really high. And specifically against good teams this year, they just don't score a ton of points. And looking through some of the trends, uh, only 45.7. Points per game has been scored in Orlando this season, FBC uh, Mortgage Stadium. So that's good uh, for 20 less points than what the books are giving you at 65, 65 and a half, depending what odds you can get. I got 65 and a half, uh, but I see it's gone down a little bit since then, as many of the odds have in college football. Going through some odds, though, uh, Central Florida under or some trends, rather. Central Florida under in five of six games overall. They've gone under in six of eight home games overall. Uh, SMU under in four of six games overall and under in five of six road games. Uh, so given the trends and given the fact that only 45 points have been scored per game in Orlando this year, I feel comfortable going under the uh, 65 and a half that it opened with. And in a lot of those American games, we have seen traditionally quite a few points scored in a lot of these games, but <laughs> I do agree with you there. I feel like the offenses have been a little bit more tepid this season. And then Let's touch upon the game, which is going to be featured by game day this week. Typically, you don't have game day featuring TCU and Kansas when you've got Texas <laughs> and Oklahoma on the board, but here we are. It's 2022, and Kansas opened up as a five-point underdog. They're a seven-point home underdog. I mean, Lance Leipold, I will go back to when I covered him when he was in the D3 level. He made more national championship games than he lost regular season games. This guy is an absolute magician <laughs> when it comes to college football. He did a solid job at Buffalo. He is doing something that Les Miles could not do, and that's turn around Kansas football, by the way. Les Miles <laughs> won as many games of myself as Kansas' Kansas's coach, which I find to be hilarious. But Kansas being a seven-point underdog, I don't know if they win this game outright, but getting a full touchdown, I feel good about that. Yeah, I do too. And if the odds are going to keep dwindling down uh, and people are going to keep going with TCU, I might let this marinate a little bit 
and see what the odds are on Saturday. It might climb to seven and a half, honestly. But I do like Kansas. They traditionally cover at home. The issue is you're getting a lot of points typically uh, with Kansas and the trends that they show. So uh, Kansas, they are 5-0 and ATS and straight up over their last five games. They're 5-1 and ATS uh, in their last six home games. TCU, only 1-4 ATS in their last five games when playing in Lawrence. So they don't cover in Kansas often. Kansas covers at home often. But again, a lot of these trends you do have to take with a grain of salt because you're talking about a Kansas team that would typically be laying double-digit points as an underdog. So given seven, I think that is comfortable. I'm with you, Greg. If you like the over, I'm okay with that too. It's 67 and a half. I don't recommend it because it's a pretty high total. But uh, the over has hit in three of four meetings. Kansas has gone over in four of six games overall. TCU over in four or five games overall, and they have also gone over in six of their last eight road games. So although it's a 67 and a half pretty high point total, I think you're okay going over there. But I'm with you, Greg. Give me Kansas with points. Yep, I feel much better about Kansas, but to your point, this Jayhawks team, they have been one of the most efficient offenses in all of college football, which I think that, that is a very big surprise to a lot of people because yeah. typically when you think of Kansas, honestly, they're very good on the defensive side of the ball in college basketball, so... You know, typically don't see this very often, and it's just great to see. And I mentioned it a little bit earlier. It's very wild to see game day going to cover Kansas versus TCU when you've got Texas and Oklahoma on the board, and this is a very similar line. Texas, touchdown favorite against Oklahoma, a game that, do note, it is at the Cotton Bowl. That is out in Dallas, Texas, so on neither of the home campuses, but obviously you have a little bit of an edge with Texas in terms of it being in that state, but when it comes to Texas versus Oklahoma, been a little bit of a tough year for Oklahoma. No doubt Lincoln Riley leaving the fold along with the starting quarterback from last season. That hurts them quite a bit, but I feel like this might be getting a little bit too lofty in terms of the spread. I would be probably taking a look at the underdog in this spot as well. Yeah, I uh, I like the over here for myself. I know uh, Dill Gabriel, he's questionable, the quarterback for Oklahoma. We don't know his status. Uh, Quinn Errors. Possibly might be coming back at quarterback for Texas as well. Uh, if both quarterbacks play, I definitely like the over here. But I'm getting 65 at minus 108. Uh, the over, I just, I, I really like in terms of these teams scoring a ton of points. They do so against each other. It's gone over in four or five meetings. Uh, you're talking about 65 and a half. It should go over. Uh, in the last five meetings between these two teams, it has gone over the given total that you're going to get Saturday. The only time it didn't go over, Greg, it was actually a 61 total. So they still scored 60-plus points. These offenses are just electric when they take the field against one another. I'll take the over as the best bet for me in this game. I don't blame you there. It certainly is a case in which Texas has not been playing a lot of defense, aside from when they play Alabama, (laughs) ironically enough, and for Oklahoma. The last time they played defense, you have to go back a very, very long time ago. So. And it's not necessarily been terrific there. And then I mentioned the fact that that is a little bit more of a neutral field game. This game is out here in Las Vegas, which I love the fact that we've got games out here in Las Vegas. But this feels like a little bit of a random Las Vegas game between the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and the BYU Cougars. The Cougars, they are between a three and a half and a four point underdog. John's game is saying we're between 52 and 52 and a half. You can tell that Marcus Freeman has really put into his team quite a bit of defensive effort been a little bit more questionable on offense. And for BYU, it feels like they've just been a little bit touch and go ever since Zach Wilson went to the NFL. And well, Zach Wilson has been touch and go with the New York Jets as well. Just look no further than what he did last week. But any sort of lean on this one? Because I personally have no play as of right now. Yeah, honestly, of all the college games that we previewed uh, this weekend for Vegas Insider, this is the one I have the least conviction in. I would actually pass of all the games that we go through. But uh, Notre Dame, if you like them to cover two and a half, I'm okay with that. It's just been a weird odd and line movement for this game. I know it's been uh, as low as one, as high as nine for Notre Dame at some point. So seeing them at two and a half, I think is fine. Uh, BYU, they're only two and six against the spread in their last eight games. Meanwhile, Notre Dame is nine and three over their last 12 games against the spread. I don't have a ton of conviction in it, Greg, but I do like Notre Dame uh, in this game. If you have to pick a side, that's where I'd be leaning. Yep, I don't blame you there. And then there's another game that is involving some West Coast teams in which you're going to be taking a look at a little bit more of the total on as it is Utah versus UCLA. Total on the game is a big one, especially considering Utah just typically throughout the years they are a little bit more of a defense-oriented team, but 
We're finding this total anywhere between 64.5 and 65. Utah is a 4 to 4.5 point favorite. UCLA off to a very impressive start. It feels like Chip Kelly is starting to get things turned around. Utah, ever since that loss, that many people feel like knocked them out of the college football playoff. They've come out and they have come out hungry. Take me through this total because I know that you have a little bit less on the side, but I know that you're taking a look at this number of between 64 and a half and 65. Yeah, and I actually got it at 64, so it's definitely climbed up. I'm leaning the over here. Uh, first of all, UCLA's offense is legit. Uh, I'm very high on UCLA. I think they're a top 15 team this year. Uh, when you look at the quarterback, wide receiver, and running back, it's one of the best trios on offense in the nation uh, between DTR, Chabaret, uh, and then Bobo, the wide receiver. That's just an elite offensive unit right there so i expect them to put up points in this game they are home uh ucla they have gone over the point total in eight of ten home games that's too large a sample size to ignore uh they've gone over in four or five games overall utah this is a little more interesting they've gone over in seven of eight road games they've also gone over the point total in 15 of 22 games overall so i'm comfortable going over here i expect a uh, shootout uh in pasadena it should be interesting to see we, what we get in this one because Utah, they've actually been able to do a nice job under Trip Kelly recently. And you take a look at the flip side, it has certainly been a Utah team that has been a little bit more fired up. So we shall see if you, what we get there. And if you like college football content, well, we've got a college football podcast here at VEASAN. You're able to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. I know that Tim Murray does it three times a week. He, Adam Burke, and a host of others here at VEASAN, they do an amazing job. You're able to catch that. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. They've got you all covered there, and we've got you covered next with our good friend Tom Cunningham as he does great work over at Vegas Insider. Going to take a look at some national championship and Heisman odds with him next here on VEASAN, Esports Betting Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The football season is in full swing, and for everything that you need to know before betting this week, subscribe to VSIN Pro. With VSIN Pro, you get full access to everything that we do, including our daily picks at a glance, which recaps the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. 24-7 video season prep, which includes our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every single game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your sports betting game. Sign up for our discounted football special and get access to VEASAN Pro to everything that we do now through the Super Bowl for just $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options to become a part of the Sports Banking Network. We're being rejoined here by Tom Abraham right here, or by Tom Cunningham right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa the Sports Banking Network. And Tom, we were talking about a little bit earlier some of the games that we've got for this upcoming week, but let's take a look at a few futures because when it comes to college football right now, there's really a big three. Let's call it what it is. Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama. They're all at the top right now as I take a look at DraftKings. Ohio State is plus two dollars. Georgia, they're plus two ten. Alabama's plus two twenty. I've got to think that among the teams that you're taking a look at right now in the futures market, one of these three is certainly at the top. If not, I would be quite surprised. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're talking about one of the most top-heavy sports in the entire world, yeah. uh, where it's basically the same teams every single year. Uh, I am okay with Bama or Ohio State. I'm going to lean Alabama just because I have more conviction in Saban and just what the program has done in recent years. Um, I really think you're flipping a coin, though. I do think it'll be between Alabama and Ohio State. Now, Georgia, you mentioned, I'm a little concerned with them. They struggled against Kent State. They struggled against Missouri. I still think I had Georgia as the top-rated team entering this year, and I don't want to go back on that just yet. Uh, However, if you are asking me who I'm putting a futures play on in terms of the top teams, I think Alabama would be my first choice. And then I think Ohio State would be my second choice. I would even be comfortable finding an exacta line for Alabama and Ohio State to meet in the national championship. They just seem like the two best teams right now in the nation. I do agree with you. And in terms of Georgia as well, I think it's interesting what we're finding on the line for this game as well. And don't feel bad if you don't have a play here, but we're finding Georgia as a 30-point favorite against Auburn with a total of 49. So 
If you take a look at it, they're pretty much saying that Georgia's going to be able to win this game by a count of 40 to 10. And the 10 for Auburn seems about right. I just don't know if Georgia's <laughs> going to be able to score that many points because here to what you were saying a little bit earlier, there were people that were trying yeah. to hype up Stetson Bennett as a Heisman candidate. I never saw that at all. Georgia is by far better on defense than they are on offense. Should Georgia be able to win this game and win this game comfortably? Absolutely. I don't have faith that they're going to be able to score enough points to be able to cover this number, though. Yeah, that could be the concern. I think Bowers is going to have to have a huge game. Uh, Kendall Milton just hasn't really done a ton on this uh, offense this year. I know he's been in and out. And then you mentioned Stetson Bennett. I was looking at his Heisman odds. They were somewhere around 16-1 to 1 last time yeah. I checked. I think you can definitely uh, pass on that. And look, Stetson Bennett is going to have to be a big part of this offense if Georgia is going to win a national championship. He played very well last year. Granted, the defense was, you know, the foundation of that national championship team last year, but they still had to score points. And Stetson Bennett did a really, really good job last year. He is just not on the same level this year. Georgia, I do have concerns offensively speaking, but if they can get the ball to Bowers in open space, he's going to be tough to bring down. But I think you're right, Greg. 30 is a lot. Uh, for the way this Georgia team has played. You get, Kent State is not a great MAC team. If it was like Toledo, maybe uh, I wouldn't have too many concerns, but Kent State is just not good. So that was a big concern for me from Georgia. And to your point, Setson Bennett right now, 18-1 to 1 on the Heisman board. He is tied for pretty much fifth with Blake Corum along with Adrian Martinez. It's one of those things where it's like, which one of these does not fit right now? And <laughs> I think it's very obvious on that. And if you're taking a look at any team, Outside of the big three, do you have anything at all? Because I don't blame you if you don't. I tried to take a look down the list, and I mean, maybe Clemson at 12-1, to 1, just because I do think that they're going to be able to win the ACC, but I ain't really past that. I'm having a tough time coming up with any sort of a long shot. I thought that you said it best when you said that this is very much a favorite and a top-heavy sport. Yeah, it's just a top-heavy sport. It, I don't, it was F1 until recently, I would say. It's one of the two, but... Either way, I like USC in terms of teams outside the top three. I think they should be okay winning the Pac-12. It won't be easy, but if USC can get through the Pac-12, they have the pieces to make a legit long shot run. And I'm looking at odds at 20 to 1 right now. I think that's very fair for this Trojan team. If you're looking for just some astronomical, you know, you have house money and you just want to throw it on an insane long shot. I don't mind TCU right now at 150 to 1. This team put up 40 points in the first half against Oklahoma. Sonny Dykes looks like he has probably the best team he's ever had uh, in terms of coaching with. And TCU, their offense has been really electric this year, but I don't think anyone realizes how good their defense is. They are hard-hitting defense. They took Dylan Gabriel out of that game uh, against Oklahoma. TCU's got a really, really tough schedule. It's the Big 12. I'm not even sure they win the Big 12. Oklahoma State's to lose at this point. But uh, if you're just looking for like something astronomically insane – out there. Uh, I do like what I've seen from TCU. If they can get past Kansas and Lawrence this week, uh, their odds are only going to shorten from here. Yeah, in terms of the futures market in college football, when it comes to teams outside of those big three, it's relatively tough to find value. And you've got a very clear favorite in terms of the Heisman race as well. CJ Stroud, currently at DraftKings, a plus 160. I mean, he's a rightful favorite, but I certainly think it's much more open in terms of Heisman rather than trying to dethrone one of those three teams in terms of the college football playoff. And I know that there's a few guys that you're looking at. Take me through who you all like in terms of the Heisman outside of C.J. Stroud. Yeah, and I do like C.J. Stroud at plus 150. I think if you're going to take him now is kind of the last boat before it sails off and you're going to miss any sort of value on C.J. Stroud if you even consider plus 150 value for a futures bet. Uh, but I do think Blake Corum, who you brought up already, at 18-1 to 1 is an OKI right now. Uh, just kind of eyeing him from a distance. If Michigan is going to beat Ohio State and win the Big Ten, uh, Blake Corum is going to have to put this offense on his back as he did against Maryland in Ann Arbor. That was a pretty close game until Blake Corum broke one long and busted the game wide open. I do like J.J. McCarthy, but he seems to struggle, so I think Blake Corum is going to have to shine if Michigan is going to succeed throughout the Big Ten this year. So I'm eyeing Blake Corum, and then DJ Uwe Galele. Say that five times fast. Um, he has actually played really well for Clemson this year. The game that stood out for me that kind of put him on the map to me was at Wake Forest. The man threw for five, five or six touchdowns. Uh, I mean, he was just in a shootout with one of the best quarterbacks and offenses in the uh, nation in Wake Forest and Sam Hartman. So I think at, what are his odds? Let's see. Uh, 25 to 1 is what I'm looking at right now. In terms of long shot plays, I do think 
he is someone that you can kind of eye right now. And then real quick, Jalen Daniels. I last saw him at 16 to one. If Kansas can keep this going, I would look at the Jayhawk quarterback uh, as a serious Heisman threat, but I do like the three names before Daniels. But I'll tell you what, Jalen Daniels has put himself and the Kansas uh, Jayhawks on the map this year. And with Daniels, you're able to find him at 28 to 1. And with DJU, I'm seeing him currently at DraftKings. And I just call him DJU. I don't mess around with the last name. We're That's just going to go with that <laughs> because it keeps things a little bit more simple. But I'm finding him at 30 to 1. So I do think that there is some relatively good value there. I am in agreement with you on that front. And then when it comes to just what we're going to be seeing in the SEC this week, I know that you've got a little bit more of a play on another game or two out there as we already hit upon that big Texas A&M game. Or actually, we did not. We did not hit upon Texas A&M versus Alabama, a game in which right now we're finding them as a 24-point favorite. This is one that I know that at Circa, it opened up at 20. This has gone up a little bit too high. And I do think that if you're looking anywhere, it's Texas A&M. Alabama is, I mean, we're going to call it what it is, a bulldozer when it comes to college football. But I mean, Texas A&M has had some success in the past against this Alabama team. I'd be looking at the 24 personally. I don't know if you've got anything different, but I, I think that this is just a number that's going up a little bit too far. Yeah, and it kind of scares me a bit because I've seen it as low as 14 and a half. Uh, this has been one of the lines that has been oddly, uh, I guess odds makers have oddly, uh, I don't know, that's just insane. 10 points, huge, huge movement there. It's weird to see Notre Dame, BYU, and now Texas A&M, Alabama have such large line movement. So I'm going to stay away from that, Greg. And I'm going to go to the point total. I'm going to go under. 52.5 is what I got at uh, FanDuel for minus 115. The under has hit a lot for Texas A&M. Four of their last five games have gone under. 15 of their last 21 road games has also gone under. Alabama, under in five of seven overall and under in four of five home games as well. Texas A&M's quarterback play has not been great this year. Max Johnson just hasn't been efficient. I think Alabama takes advantage. They might cover the whatever spread you're going to get in this game, but I do think going under the point total is probably the best play here. Yep, I don't blame you there with Alabama. There has been a little bit of injury concerns as well with Bryce Young. So that is something that I do sure. think needs to be yeah. factored in. And we always factor in your great handicapping as well, Tom. You do amazing work over there sure. at Vegas Insider. Always appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having me, Greg. Always a pleasure. Tom Cunningham doing an amazing job gauging a little bit of everything. He joined me for a little bit of baseball last week. This week we talked about some college football, so great to be able to get him aboard. And here in the final segment of the Greg Peterson Experience, going to give you guys what I all like in what is going to be day, game number 162 for these teams in Major League Baseball. Think upon that next here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
real steel. Offer valid on select AK systems sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. The temperature might be cooling off, but the fall sports, they are heating up on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all the latest odds, lines, and boosts for pro football, college football, basketball, hockey, and so much more. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers because if you use the promo code SPORTS when you sign up, you'll get up to $500 in free bets when you make your first deposit. If you go to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today, you are able to take advantage as it is a whole new game over there at BetRivers as it is the final segment of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Big thanks to Tom Cunningham. He does terrific work over at Vegas Insider. We took a look at the game of college football the last two segments with him. Always a pleasure to be able to do so as we've got a good week of college football. It's been nice to see the story of Kansas be able to rise up. You've got Alabama, Texas A&M, Texas versus Oklahoma in the old Red River shootout. So, and it's going to be absolutely tremendous. And Tom does a great job of being able to bust, break it all down. So big thanks to him. And coming up after this, if you're listening live, you're going to get the Greg Peterson experience for three hours on replay, which I either say you're welcome or you're sorry. I am not sure which one. That will vary from person to person, but 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern. Follow the money with Mitch Moss and Paul Howard. That is going to be coming your way. So we're going to look to finish with a flurry here as and upon what I've got for DK Nation in terms of the MLB on this game, 162 for most teams for the Blue Jays and the Orioles. It'll actually be 161 and 162 as they're going to be playing a twin bill. But with that said, we're going to be going with a game in which it has just one team that is represented, that is 977, or one game that is represented, 977, 978 on the betting board. The Seattle Mariners, they are going to be playing us. The Detroit Tigers as Tyler Alexander is going to be going for the Tigers. And you've got Marco Gonzalez, who is going to be on the bump for the Mariners. Right now, DraftKings is the lone book that I'm seeing a number on this game. And when it comes to the Seattle Mariners, you're finding them at a minus 215 and a plus 185 is the number on the... Uh, Detroit Tigers with a total on this game of seven. And the DK Nation write-up is going to be based around the total because you had both bullpens really have to dive deep in this doubleheader as it was pretty much 19 innings that both teams had to pitch on Tuesday. And, well, we're going to call it what it is. Both of these guys are in there to eat innings. Neither of these guys do a good job of being able to generate a lot of strikeouts. Ball is going to be in play a lot in this one. Marco Gonzalez, five strikeouts per nine innings. Tyler Alexander, 5.4 strikeouts per nine innings. So it is going to be rough for both of these guys. And both of these guys just legitimately aren't really good pitchers. For Marco Gonzalez, he's got an ERA that hovers right around a 4-1-4, but the fielding independent, it is a full point higher. He's given up a home run and a half per nine innings, three plus runs surrendered in five out of his last six. He has not been in very good form. And for Tyler Alexander, he actually hasn't been in the world's worst form. He's given up three runs or fewer in each out of his last three starts, but you take a look at what he's done on the road this season, and it has been far from terrific as he's got an ERA north of a 550, and on the road, he really gives up the deep ball. At home, he's actually done a nice job of being able to contain it. At home, a 0.6 home runs per nine inning rate. On the road, this goes at two, so that is grody, and you've got him allowing opponents at a 288 off of him now. With the Seattle Mariners, ever since the All-Star break, they actually have the lowest batting average among teams just in the American League in general, but they do a good job of being able to crank out the deep ball because among American League teams, they rank number two in terms of home runs on a per at basis. You've got someone like an Inugino Suarez who's been able to supply over 20 home run, or over 30 home runs this season. You've got Julio Rodriguez who has returned to the fold. I would not be surprised if he gets a day of rest in this one because they don't want him to be banged up going into the wild card round in which it is confirmed that they are going to be playing against the Toronto Blue Jays as things got all set in terms of playoff seating. So not as much motivation for either team in this one. For the Tigers, it's going to be tea times. For the Seattle Mariners, it's just being able to get things right, which is why you can probably expect to see Marco Gonzalez be out there longer than normal, try to give a bullpen that had to dive into quite a, quite a bit on Tuesday to just get a little bit of rest in general. But 
you still do have someone in Ty France that's able to move the line. He's hitting at 275. He's able to supply 20 home runs. And for the Detroit Tigers, they've been able to be better on offense here in the back half of the season as they have scored at least four runs in nine out of their last 12 games. They've been able to improve on that front. They did lose Kerry Carpenter due to injury, but you've got someone like an Eric Haas who's been able to hit a little bit above a 250 for the team. You've had Harold Castro at about a 270 as well. So you got guys who are able to move the line. Got to feel like some of these younger guys like a Spencer Torkelson going to look to be able to put some good tape out there going into next season. And for the uh, Detroit Tigers, bullpen has really went downhill since the beginning of the month of August. Overall for the season, they rank in the top eight of the big leagues in terms of bullpen ERA. Since the beginning of the month of August, that has been north of a four ERA. And, well, they rank 20th in the league in that respect. So has been a little bit rough there. They use up a lot of their trustworthy bullpen pieces. They've got a lot of guys that they were relying upon towards the beginning of the season, currently on the injured list. So probably going to be Tyler Alexander's game. I think that that is going to lead to runs. It is going to be Marco Gonzalez's game for the Seattle Mariners. That's going to lead to a lot of runs. And I do think that when it's all said and done, Marco Gonzalez being a minus 215 favorite is just too far. He has not been terrific this season. I'm going to be taking a look at a plus price with the Detroit Tigers. And with the total, set my total more around about a 7.8. So here at a 7, I'm going to be writing up the over as well. Let's take a look at the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros. Is this going to be a possible World Series preview? I don't think so, but you know what? It's not impossible as you've got Bailey Falter is going to be on the mound for the Philadelphia Phillies and Fromber Valdez is on the bump for Houston. And Houston, between a minus 174 to a minus 180 favorite, between plus 155 and plus 162 is your number on Philadelphia. And for Bailey Falter, he has not been bad down the stretch, but I do think that you want to keep in mind the competition that Bailey Falter has been going up against. If you take a look at really his last seven starts, he had one against the Arizona Diamondbacks. He played against the Pittsburgh Pirates. He drew the Miami Marlins twice. He has had a very, very charmed back half of the season, which has not had to play a bunch of really, shall we say, formidable competition. And that is reflected a little bit in his home and road splits as well. As he's actually been significantly worse at home there rather than on the road. 549 home ERA compared to a 247 road ERA. But when you're playing teams like the Miami Marlins on the road and you're drawing like the Atlanta Braves at home, that is very much going to be skewing these numbers as he's got a relatively small sample size, about 82 innings pitched thus far this season. He's got a 390 ERA. That's not too bad, but fielding independent is very indicative that there's going to be a lot of progression here. It's right around a 466 fielding independent. He's been only giving up about two walks per nine innings, but 1.7 home runs per nine innings. And for Fran Bervaldez, you figured that regression was going to be doing for him as well. He has been very lucky on balls and play thus far this season, but has still been able to do a rock-solid job for this Houston Astros team. He had a streak of 25 straight starts in which he filled at least six innings. That has come to an end in his last two, but still giving up a half home run per nine innings. That leads all qualifying big league pitchers. He's been able to ramp up his strikeout numbers since the all-star break, getting about eight and a half strikeouts per nine innings overall for the season. Walks per nine is significantly down as well overall for his career. It's been right around 3.7, 3.8. It's been more around three walks per nine innings this season. And you notice it for the Philadelphia Phillies. They gave quite a few guys a bit of rest after they clinch for the wild card spot on Monday. On Tuesday, they were trotting out there a skeleton crew that did not include Kyle Schwarber, who's got 45 home runs this season. He's been able to do a very solid job. Now, some of these guys that are sort of more fill-ins, like a Derek Hall, Matt Veerling, Nick Mayton, all these guys are in that neighborhood about a 245 to 255, so they've not been too bad. And for the Houston Astros, you got to figure that you're going to have a few, shall we say, reserves get more at-bats. Probably going to be seeing guys like Trey Boombo Mancini, Jake Myers, guys like this. So Jordan Alvarez, he did play on Tuesday, and he's looked relatively solid over the last few weeks. A 400 on base. He's been in the top 10 all season long in terms of home runs at the big league level. Jose Altuve, he's now officially hitting a 300 for this bunch. He's been able to still got 28 home runs and for the Astros. Even their B-list bullpen arms are better than most other teams as You've got guys like a Brian Abreu, Ryan Stanek, Rafael Montero posting up a sub-3 ERA. Meanwhile, for the Phillies, they rank at the bottom six in the big leagues in terms of bullpen ERA since the all-star break as well. So I do think that that is going to lead to some issues for this Philadelphia Phillies team. I do think that Framber Valdez, after a couple rough starts going into this one, he's going to be able to rebound and try to get himself right for the postseason. Did set the Astros as a little bit of a minus money price on the run line. Right now, I'm finding that 
more around about a plus 130 or so. So I'm going to be taking a look at that Astros run line. I did also set my total at a 7.4 because I do think that Framber Valdez is going to go out against a Philadelphia Phillies team that it looks like they are going to be benching a few guys for this final game. I wouldn't doubt if the Astros are going to be as well because they are much more of a veteran team. So I'm going to be taking a look at the total under as well. And then that leads us into the pro tip. For this hour of the Greg Peterson Experience, and we provide one every single hour on every single show on this network, so you get 20 per day, and you're able to get them by being a VEASAN Pro subscriber, VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of that, and we were talking about this with Tom Cunningham in our number two. It's not just college football, but there's a few sports in general like the NBA that they just don't lend as much value in terms of long-shot futures. Meanwhile, you take a look at a sport like the NFL with the Bengals making the Super Bowl. If you were able to get them to win the AFC, you had a little bit more value there. But what provides a ton of value, Mitch Moss and Paul Howard on Follow the Money, 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern, here on VEASAN, Esports Bank Network. Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find decent shirts and hats for any occasion, and they're all made to order, so you can find the right disorder, so you can find the right disorder, so you can find the right disorder, so you can At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.